Dripping so much when I walk through the scene that they gon' eat it up like an edible. Yeah, stack on the records, they federal. Pot of sweater when I walk in, I set it off. Drill, pull up and fuck up your scene. Water, water on me, Aquaman rings. Bit Draco, Winnie Houston. Hundred round drummers gon' sing. Nigga wanna be like me. Yeah, kiss all like Bruce Lee. Yeah, Christian Dior. Yeah, knock knock, got peas at the door. Yeah, thirty point gon' score. Yeah, I'm a hammer like Thor. Sippin' some oil, skr, skr. yeah, water gon' boil yeah. Big Coop, Megazord, yeah. yeah. playing paddock is aluminum foil yeah. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast, it's your co-host James with Jake Hello James Happy Monday Yes, happy Monday, start of the work <laughs> Start of the work week, huh? Yeah, start of the work week, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah um, How's your weekend? You know, pretty good uh, I'm alive, so that's a good thing. How about you? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, you know, just working, working. So, yeah, definitely a great weekend. Working at the... There's a song about that. Like a commercial. But Well, you know, let's talk about working the Sharks. Alright. And we'll just give a good overview of what's going on right now. The series is currently tied 1-1. Uh, the Avalanche uh, stole a uh, home game advantage... Yesterday, Sunday, uh, not good. Let's go over game one real quick. Uh, the Sharks won that game 5-2, to two, where Joe Thornton had one goal, one assist. Martin Jones had 26 saves. Nice. Uh, Brent G- Burns, um, I would say MVP of the game. He had one goal, uh, three assists. While LeBanc, uh, Timo Meyer, and Gus Nyquist each had one goal. Uh, Couture had an assist, and Thornton had two assists. Yeah. So great, yeah. great win, great, great win, there. great team win. And now moving on to game two. Yeah, game two. Sharks played last night against the Avalanche. Uh, lost that game four to three. Uh, you know, it was I believe three to one. They had the Sharks scored first. Vander Kane scored. Uh, yes. Then the uh, Avalanche rattled off three in a row to make it three to one. Uh, Sharks scored with about four forty-eight left by Brent Burns, which was his first goal of the game. Uh, made it three to two. Uh, they had a chance to tie it, but then the Avalanche scored a, a uh, empty net goal to make it four to two. Sharks yes. go on the power play about eighteen seconds left. They score with ten seconds left and thinking, "Hey, they may come back. May have a shot here." They win the draw, get it down low, have a shot missed wide, and that was the end of the game. They lost that game four to three. Um, Timo. Uh, Team, uh, yeah, okay. Timo Meyer actually had a pretty good game that day. Uh, he didn't have any points or wasn't on the score sheet, but he still had a pretty good game. A couple shots like that. Uh, as we said, Evander Kane scored his first goal of the uh, series. Also had a, an assist as well. Tomas Hurdle had two assists. Marcus Sorensen had one assist. Brent Burns with two goals and one assist. And uh, Eric Carlson had a goal. Actually, I think, was it a goal or was it an assist? I think it was an assist. I think it might have been an assist. I, feel, I think I yeah. put that wrong. Yeah, it was an assist because two – yeah, it was an assist. He had an assist. That was his 10th of the playoffs, which leads, the, I believe, the league. I could be wrong there. Um, but, yeah, as we said, the Avalanche stole game two. They steal home ice advantage uh, from the Sharks. However, all the Sharks really have to do is win one of these games in Colorado, come back 2-2, best-case scenario. Best-case scenario yes, is – Best-case is up 3-1. Worst-case, they're down, they're down 3-1. Uh, what yes. I think will happen is I think Avalanche might win Game Three because they are at home. Uh, Sharks will win Game Four. Then we know it's two-two. See what happens there. Um, but yeah, that will happen in Game Two. Game Three, I believe, is tomorrow night. Um, 
Yeah, tomorrow night at 6, I think, Mountain Time or something like that. Um, For us, it will be at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, because that Mountain Time is like, yeah, 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 that's correct. Uh, so, yeah, we play, the game will be at 7 our time, 6 Mountain Time, I believe, or 8 Mountain, no. I think it will be 6 our time, 7 Mountain Time. The game will be at 7 o'clock our time. Really? Sharks. Are you getting this off uh, Bleacher Report? ESPN, 7 p.m. Oh. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. So 7 p.m. our time. 8 p.m. their time. Hmm. Interesting there. Um, but, yeah, 1-1 one, one, uh, going on the road to Colorado in the uh, ev- elevation. Yes, elevation. Um, it's going to be kind of tough, but we shall see what happens. But uh, Yeah, like you said, the Sharks are the underdog, and they are currently the underdog plus 105. So, yeah, like you said, the Avalanche might win this game. They are the favorites, but we shall see Tuesday night. Yeah, we shall see. What the hell was that? One second. Let me check to see what that was. What's up, dude? Who the hell are you, dude? I'm surfer that guy, dude. I'm, I talk about hockey. I'm a hockey fan, dude. What do you think about the NHL playoffs, guy? Oh, I love the NHL playoffs, dude. One of the best times of the year for me and my surfboard. I surf all day, watch some hockey at night, eat some za, dude. Who's your favorite team? I like the Avalanche, dude. Why? Because I'm a surfer. You know what surfers hate the most? It's sharks, what? dude. How about that Nathan McKinnon, man? He's like a fish taco from Chevy's. It goes right through you on the ice. What definitely, the that definitely. guy is, he's fast and good, dude. He's a real hang tan shaka bra. Definitely, definitely, dude, definitely. What the hell was that? I, I could not tell you. Who that was, or how he got to your house? It's me, dude. Yeah, I just don't know who that is. Well, that was an interesting uh, guest we had there, huh? Yeah, um, definitely. But you know what? I have a question for you. Ah, James, I'll get to your question in a minute. The NFL news, it never, ever stops. Let me just find my NFL news. Ah, here it is. According to Bengals.com writer Jeff Hobson, the Bengals attempted to trade up for an old lineman in the first round in last week's draft. Big news there. I need to protect Andy Dalton a little bit better, huh? Yeah, that's true there. Also, James, based on reports by Ryan Dunleavy, not... Mike Dunleavy from the future war- uh, past Warriors player. The Giants will bring in O-lineman Mike Remmers for a visit. And finally, James, yesterday night was the pre- was the premiere. Well, not the premiere. It was a uh, yeah, basically the premiere of the new episode in uh, Game of Thrones. Well, 
apparently, it usually it usually costs him about fifty million per, fifty million dollars to put on the episode per show. This one though was double that, a hundred million dollars spent to do on the show, with the biggest amount of battle ever shown consecutively in cinema history. That's some breaking news from there, um, and yeah, that's NFL news. How about that? Yeah, nice. Definitely, definitely nice, dude. Definitely. Mike, Mike Remmers to the Giants. That's a big move there for the Eli Manning. Huge name. Yeah. He he definitely he definitely rems it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to some other NHL stuff. Uh, talking about uh, the other playoff games, starting with the Hurricanes versus the Islanders. Um, the Canes are currently up two zero against the Islanders. Where Jake predicted the Islanders to win in six. Yes. And where I also predicted the Islanders to win in six. Not looking are you good, in Bob. Da- are you in doubt? Not looking good, Bob. Are you Are you in doubt right now? Uh, a little bit. Not really uh, confident in my prediction there, but you never know. Um, but that could be. That's probably a mistake I made there, picking them to win. Yeah, definitely. Same for me. Yeah. So next, the Blue Jackets versus the Bruins, where the series is tied one to one, in which. You predicted Boston to win in six. I'm pretty nice pick there, and but I predicted Boston to win in four. Wrong. Moving on. The Stars versus the Blues, in which the series is also tied at one and one, in which you predicted the Blues in six, and where I predicted the Blues in five. So I'm we're both very still much alive. Yes, we are. And two of those I am for sure I was obviously definitely wrong with the Bruins pick even though I think they should have won on Saturday um, I think I think they played on Saturday who? they played a day so yeah uh, the Bruins and the Blue Jackets oh yeah that um, was uh, Saturday night yeah that ended double yeah. overtime I think it was yeah uh, that game was definitely a pr- pretty good game I was watching it uh, 1-1 uh Two two, and then yeah, they won. Uh, the Blue Jackets won in double OT, if I'm correct. <laughs> if I'm yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, that was double OT. I think it was um, Matt Duchesne scored the goal. Oh, okay, Matt Duchesne. Who we talked? Who we talked about a lot on the podcast. We have yeah, definitely. When I was going towards uh, the trade deadline, we talked about the guy a lot. Mm. But yeah, um, we're gonna take a break now, and we'll be right back. Yeah, and we're back. Uh, let's talk about the Warriors. Uh, they played yesterday, Sunday, at uh, 12.30. A pretty early game for Sunday, uh, but I liked it. Uh, it was uh, So the Warriors beat the Houston Rockets 104-103. to Well, wait. Uh, before now- that, though, um, before we – I don't think we talked about game six against the Clippers. Um, as you all know, the Warriors won that. So I just want to make sure it's known for the episode listeners. Maybe don't follow the Warriors that much. Maybe they're from a different country. As you see from our Pulse on SoundCloud, you can check where people listen. Uh, we get people from Nairobi, Kenya listen to the podcast. And you never, you know, you know, they may not be up to date on their NBA news. So just for you guys out there letting you know that the Warriors defeated the Clippers in Game 6 by, I believe, 20 points. Uh, and shout out to the Clippers and, of course, uh, Patrick Beverly, who I would love to have on any of my teams if I had an opportunity to run a team. I would try to get him because he's defensively great and a nuisance. But shout out to those guys and Doc Rivers for a great season. And back to James and the Warriors in Houston. So, yeah, before I was really interrupted. Uh, yeah, the Warriors beat the Houston Rockets 104-101. Moving Sorry. the series for us uh, 1-0. 
for this lineup, uh, we had the Hamptons five start, uh, which is KD, Clay, Draymond, Steph, and Iggy. Uh, I guess that Andrew Bogut starting was not working out for them, so they decided to switch it up, even having Livingston start uh, in game six for the Clippers game, but now having Iggy start uh, this game for this series. Uh, KD, uh, during this game, had 35 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, 1 steal. He went 11 for 25 from the field and 1 for 3 from 3-point range. Hmm. Uh, Clay, uh, solid game defensively again, but offensively, pretty pedestrian. He had 13 points, 4 rebounds, 3, three uh, assists, 2 steals, and then he, went, he was 2 for 5 from 3-point land. Draymond, absolutely great game from Draymond. Yep. Um, 14 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. Again, very, very close to getting that triple-double. He's been really good recently, Draymond. His scoring has been Scoring has been way up. Scoring is crazy, especially in the first half. That's for sure. Like, I think the game he started, like, with 8 of the 14 points in the first quarter. Crazy. Um, Good to see that from him. Yeah, he had one block, one steal. Um... But yeah, playing out of his mind, like we've been talking about over and over again this whole entire uh, NBA playoffs. Um, Steph uh, had a measly 18 points, uh, mm-hmm. 7 rebounds, and 4 assists, 1 steal, and he was 3 for 10 from 3-point land. But again, when we needed him the most, came up. Um, he came up, he hit a big dagger 3, making it 103 to 98 with 20 seconds left. And again, showed up when needed. Um, but then... Iggy, who started, like we were saying before, he had 14 points, uh, four rebounds, two assists, and one block. So I would say our starting lineup did pretty well um, against the Rockets. Yep. And for the Rockets themselves, James Harden had 35 points, uh, four rebounds, six assists. But yikes, he was 9 from 28 from shooting yep. and 4 of 16 from three-point land. Yikes. Yikes. Um, Aaron Gordon, who... <laughs> Never has a bad game against the Warriors. I believe our coworker Swood believes, and I think a lot of people would also um, accept that Eric Gordon always plays good against the Warriors. He had 27 points, four rebounds, no zero assists, but um, he was also four for 13 from three-point land. But he always seems to have a solid shooting night or scoring night, to be exact. Um, the Rockets crazy shot 47 threes. Yikes. Hmm. Yeah, but it's pretty yikes. Some, yeah, terrible. Um, shooting out from everybody on their team, to be honest. Peter Tucker didn't have any points for the Rockets. Nope. Uh, but played, I mean, KD scored 35 points. So, I mean, not good defense. He's the main He's the main defender on KD when KD's in. And when he's in. So, uh, the Rockets had someone off night, even though they scored. They only lost by three. But you could say, or some people would say, officiating had to deal with that. Yeah. So, for those who watched the game, um, the officiating was awful on both sides. Yeah, it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, definitely, definitely a clusterfuck. Um, but there was just one foul in particular that people are getting in their feelings about. It was... When the Warriors, it was tied. No, it was not tied. It was one hundred three to one hundred. 
in which the Rockets had the last position of the game. Most of yeah, they had the last position of the game, and James Harden shoots a three, tries to flare his legs out and get a contact on Draymond, but the foul did not happen. He misses it. Um, Chris Paul also gets thrown out of the game. LOL. Yep. And James Harden after his after the game in his post game presser calls out the officials to call a fair game. Yeah. What a fucking jackass. Yeah, then Draymond Green responded. I tried to get sound cleared from James Harden, but I wasn't able to get it. Uh, but I did get sound cleared from Draymond Green and what he said after the game when told about James Harden's comments. And here we go. He just wants a fair chance that the wrestling to call the game the way it's supposed to be called. He just wants a fair chance the refs need to call the game the way it's supposed to be called. He's specifically talking about closing out uh, on three-pointers, feeling like he got fouled several times in those situations. I've been fouled by James on a James three-pointer before. I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> nah, I ain't going with that one. Uh, I'm straight. Nah, yeah. Yeah, so Jamal Green responded there. Um, the best way you could, because I don't know what James Harden's complaining about. Um you and the Rockets as a whole are just annoying. They just complain to complain. They're like, oh, you missed four foul calls. Yeah, you also missed 33 threes. And I have a rule of thumb. If you miss 33 threes, you can't complain about the refs. Yeah, you're not lying. I definitely agree. I have no idea what they're complaining about because if you watched James Harden's last shot, he's like, what, 10 steps away or like even three feet away from the three-point line? And when he jumped to make a shot, his feet land at the three-point line. It's like he slipped. Insinuating that he's trying to reach for contact when Draymond is... Yeah. It's outright annoying. It's outright disgusting how people are trying to... um, Trying to defend that James Harden should have gone to foul and how the refs are on our sides, which is crazy. Because there's a yeah. stat that I just that I saw on Twitter where James Harden the last five years has gone to the line like five thousand times and is like and it's I feel like a thousand more than the next guy, which is Russell Westbrook, I think. Yeah, it was like uh The guy gets calls like all the time. Yeah, it was like it was Travels like forty two hundred free throws for Harden and like thirty one or thirty two hundred for uh, the next guy. Yeah, it was something like that. Uh, fair game fair Fair game my ass. That's all I have to say. Yeah. And which and they're saying that we don't we get all the calls. I mean you could say that we get we get some calls, but there's also some calls in the game. James Harden and Steph Curry do not get officiated the same way, that's for sure. That's what I'm no. gonna say right now. There's also some calls in that game where James Harden on one drive was guarded by Kevin Looney. Uh, James Harden puts his arm like inside of J- uh, Kevin Looney's like like armpit basically and like like somehow like gets him like pulled down on him and they called that a foul which was not a foul um so that's yeah, why, that's like, yeah i just didn't know what you're talking about there's another one it might be the same one where he like tried to kick kevon looney with his right leg he's driving to his left it's and you got and kevon looney got called on a foul on that one it's it's absolutely ridiculous dude um let's just get through the series um, I mean, cause I, I'm, it is crazy what people are trying to say about game one. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Game two's, uh, tomorrow, big day tomorrow in the sports universe here in the Bay area. 
Yeah, so yeah, it's game two tomorrow, Tuesday at 7.30. Uh, the Warriors are currently favored by minus five and a half. They were favored by uh, six points on Monday. So hmm. uh, 0.5 lower than before. Uh, the over-under for this game was 220.5 points. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But let's move on to the other playoff games that are going on right now. Some good, some bad, some interesting. Starting out with the Sixers versus the Raptors, in which the Raptors are up 1-0. Hmm. Um, I have them winning in six. Me too. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to change that. Nope. Um, I, I have. I, I think I have faith in the Raptors. Um, Embiid, I think there was a report, report today where he's uh, questionable for game two. It's his knee again. It's not looking. It's not looking. Not not certainly not looking good. But I mean, if you don't have him beaten there, your chances of winning is very goes down tremendously for sure. Yeah. So yeah, Raptors in six. Me and Jake are still taking that. Oh, I have him. Yeah, we have, we both have him in six. And then next, we have the Trailblazers versus the Nuggets, which uh, actually starts tonight. Pretty, I'm pretty excited for that game in which I had the Blazers winning. And six also, but I can see this also going in five because the Nuggets just aren't as talented as the Blazers, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? I agree with that. I picked Blazers in six as well. Um, I just don't trust the Nuggets. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got the Blazers. I think it's going to be Blazers in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in a while. Yeah, I definitely agree. I I, I keep on saying that I want to see the Blazers in the, in the Western Conference Final, hopefully against the Warriors. That would be great. I think that would be a really great series. But yeah, Blazers in six against the Nuggets, that's for sure. And lastly, let's talk about the Celtics versus the Bucks who played yesterday. Their game one was yesterday, in which I had the Bucks in six, but the Celtics stole game one from the Bucks at home and a pretty lopsided win for sure. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, disappointing effort by the Bucks that night. Uh, yesterday, that was. Um, they just didn't. They looked like they. They just looked like they weren't ready for the moment. I hate using that cliche because it's like useless. Um, but they just weren't ready. They did not look great. Uh, Giannis had some trouble with uh, Al Horford guarding him, um, so he didn't look great either. However, I think that was that could be partly nerves. Uh, so we should see what happens in Game 2, which I believe is tomorrow. Um, but we shall see what happens there. Uh, I picked the Bucks in 5. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it, if anything happens, it goes 6-7. But we don't predict we don't predict series that go 7 games because we're not, you know, losers. We predict in 6 or fewer, and that's what we're doing. So I think I may switch mine from Bucks from 5 to Bucks in 6, but it's not looking great. Right now, and I think the Celtics can have a shot of winning the series. Yeah, definitely. I have. I, I definitely have. The, I have the Bucks in six, but like you said, not looking good after Game One. That's for sure. Um, like you were saying, I definitely agree. Al Horford, lockdown defender on Giannis, crazy. Never would have thought Al Horford would be doing that. But I mean, hey, the Bucks. I mean, they did sweep. Um, who did they play in the first round? The uh, oh, Pistons. Pistons. If they swept the Pistons, maybe they're just trying. I mean, that's, they had a long break, so maybe they're just trying to get back warm, warmed up back again. But I mean, come on, number one team in the East, and you're playing number four team in the in the East. 
I mean, the Celtics are good. I remember I listened to what I said last podcast to see what I had. And I said Kyrie couldn't get it done by himself. And look at that. He did it. He did it. He did. So, yeah, I'm definitely on you. I know which the Celtics could wind up winning this series. But again, it's only game one. We shall see what happens in the coming games. Yeah. We shall see, yeah. I agree. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to take another break here, and we'll be right back. Yeah, and we're back. So, yeah, enough of that basketball talk. Yep. Let's move on to our favorite sport here on the podcast, which is football, starting with the San Francisco 49ers. And we have full draft details. So, we're going to talk about uh, all the picks that they had. They had eight, started off with six, traded down. <laughs> picks obviously got two more let's talk about our first round pick in which is nick bosa defensive end first round pick number two and just talk about some fun facts or some facts about them uh his father was drafted in the first round actually hmm. do you know to who uh raiders no to miami dolphins pick 16 we'll talk about the dolphins later on in the episode as well yeah we will yeah and his brother joey bosa was drafted in the first round at Pick number three for the Chargers. Hmm. Pretty cool. So he can definitely hang his head high that he was picked higher than both his brother and his father in the NFL draft. But most importantly, they were all drafted in the first round, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's kind of insane. Yeah, there's yeah, that's, a lot that's, of that's uh, pretty dope. That's that's definitely some history there. I have a question for you though. What I team? What team was Joey Bosa drafted to? The L.A. Chargers, dude. Oh, you're actually yeah, incorrect. You're actually incorrect. Yeah, hey, you're actually incorrect. It was the San Diego Chargers. They haven't moved to LA yet. So, like, what are you trying to say? Like, what are you trying to say? I, know, I was trying to get more info on Joey Bosa and the Bosas, other than you know their political beliefs that which we're not getting into because we're not a political podcast. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to see if you knew if it was the San Diego Chargers or the Los Angeles Chargers. So yeah, moving on to our second round pick which was at pick 36 receiver Debo Samuel from South Carolina. Uh, fun fact, he was drafted on a Friday in which the movie Friday starting, starring Ice Cube and Chris Tucker came out 24 years earlier on the same day. And we also have some sound from the movie, and here we go. Give it up, Red. Come on, Debo. Starling, man. We got my 40, homie. 
That was the sound from the movie Friday, which you can buy online on YouTube for three ninety nine. Yeah, I saw, I was seeing something on Twitter, and supposedly he got his name or his nickname Debo because he was a bully in his younger in his younger years. Yep, he would steal like toys from his siblings and from kids at at school, basically. Pretty funny, but yeah, Friday, great movie. Is it though? You don't like Friday? No, I say no. You say it's pretty funny. After you said he stole from like like he stole toys from kids and it was like a bully. No, I said the movie's funny, guy. Oh, okay. It's funny either way, but yes, um, I haven't watched Friday in a long time. I might watch it after this. Yeah, I think it's a really funny movie. It still might be on Netflix. I'm not sure though. Hmm. Um, good, good movie. I remember there was a day where I watched like all three of them. Uh, Friday What's is obviously board? the best one. Next Friday is alright. It's okay. Chris Tucker's not in it. They had uh, what's what? his name? Cuba Gooding. No, 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 no. Ah. Cedric the Entertainer. No. Is it Friday after that? No, it's next Friday. The second movie. Oh, they said the third one. Next Friday. Forget who plays opposite of him. I can't. It's just like it's Mike cousin. Epps. Mike Epps. It's Mike Epps, right? <laughs> It says, uh, starred Ice Cube, Mike Epps. There you go, I knew it. Yeah, it's probably Mike Epps. Mike Epps. You didn't know it, but yes, it was probably Mike Epps. I literally just said it. Don't say I didn't know it before you even looked it up when I said it. We'll agree to disagree. I mean, we can listen to it again, but sure. I wonder if Day, I wonder if, there's a guy in the movie called, like, his nickname's Day Day. I wonder how that, I wonder if that's how Draymond got his nickname, because that's what his mom calls him, Day Day. I couldn't tell you. Why don't you look it up? But yeah, let's move on to our third round pick at 67. Nah, I'm not going to look Which was useless. Jalen Hurd, mm-hmm. wide receiver. Um, for those who don't know, he played running back at Tennessee first. Wow. Uh, transferred because he wanted to... Uh, prolong his career, I heard. Prolong his career, yeah. And I guess uh, receivers have a longer career. I think the average year of running back... Average year is running back stays in the NFL, I think is like four or three years. And yeah. the receiver is like twice that. If you're good. If you're good. So it makes big sense. But I mean, by what I'm about to say, could you can see how his career goes. So he's one of four players in the last 15 years to rush for 2,800 plus yards and uh, have 1,400 plus receiving yards in his FBS career. And like I said, he played at Baylor in Tennessee. Joining the likes of running backs DeMarco Murray out of mm. Oklahoma, Charles Sims out of West Virginia, and Eo Smith out of Southern Mississippi. So, yeah, e- definitely going to be sick. Uh, pretty excited for him. Um, people are saying he might be our number two tight end. I've how big he is. Uh, playing wide receiver and the inside on the outside. And also, again, playing running back. Like, oh, me, yeah. like I've been telling Jake and we've been just discussing – how he's a Swiss Army, Swiss, Swiss Army knife, uh, playing that many different positions. Plays basketball? Pretty excited for the guy. Pretty excited for the guy. And that was our fourth round selection at pick 110 was punter Mitch Wisnowski. It's actually punter. Right, right, right. Yeah, so he's Australian. Punter. Uh, for those who don't know, Give me some um, he's a former Aussie Rules rugby player. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the first uh, punter off the board and specialist. 
Um, to be honest, when we were watching this, uh, kind of a head scratcher at first. Hmm. Um, but after further research and watching some of his film, looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, he's he. I mean, he better be good. He drafts him in the fourth round. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, definitely head scratcher. Like, I, like, yeah, it's it's kind of weird we would do that. But, but I never would have thought you've gone back to back receivers in the second and third round. Yeah. But it's the draft, right? Um, also, breaking news: uh, the Niners released seven players, a court, uh, seven players, including. Yeah, we're uh, gonna talk about that later because I have it down. I have oh, it written do? down, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you do. But yeah, Mitch is a three-time All-American and three-time Ray Guy finalist. So like we were saying, he's a pretty good running, uh, pretty good punter. Twenty-seven. Punter. Punter. Um, fun fact: actually, he can kick with both feet. Also, another fun fact: he said when asked about that, he said it's not really pretty, but it gets the job done. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It better be pretty. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. But yeah, it's uh, we went to some of our later round picks now. Uh, starting off with uh, fifth round selection, our fifth rounder is like uh, picked uh, pick one forty eight, a linebacker Dre Greenlaw. Dre. Um, so I have a pretty good story about this guy. It's not my story, but I found it on Twitter. A uh, story from Gary. Uh, and his ad is uh, Gary Dales for those who want to be able to actually see it via Twitter so this is more of a condensed version but I'm just highlighting more of the points I think it's Jerry uh, Jerry, Gary it's like a bunch of Parks and Rec where the guys uh, yeah, 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 yeah it's like they don't even know what your name is or something like that, yeah didn't they Jerry, spell his Gary. also about that didn't they spell his name wrong on his, uh, his uh, tombstone, or no, like tombstone or his he died ID? it's something like that when he died I think they spelled his name wrong on his tombstone but yeah, uh, but yeah, Jerry, Gary, yeah, Jerry Dales on Twitter. Look him up if you want to see this story or this thread. But yeah, so as a freshman, uh, Drake Greenlock, who I'm talking about, at Arkansas, he went to a party, uh, like most college freshmen, you know, get new friends, you go to a party. So there's this girl he knew from his high school who was at the same party, and I guess uh, someone slipped something into her drink. Yeah, not good. So you can have my dog out. Sorry. Um, so someone slipped something to her drink. Dre saw that same person was trying to get the girl out of the party. He stopped the guy from leaving the front door and he said, she's not going anywhere. Um, but Dre, an underage kid at a party who wasn't drinking but was willing to risk his career with the fight with the guy who was trying to get this girl out of the party uh the father says or jerry said via twitter i didn't tell the story because maybe someone would say oh he shouldn't have been at the party maybe not but he had my daughter's back and for that i will always owe him definitely a great story you get um, emotional i'm pretty excited about this guy high character it seems like yeah oh, yeah I mean, yeah. Definitely Res- I, I remember getting picked and I saw this on Twitter. I was like, wow. Respect the Dre. Um, yeah, definitely a respectable, respectable dude. Yeah. Don't don't put things in don't put things in people's drinks. That's a good rule um, to live by. There's another there's another thing. 
uh, another highlight. Um, but yeah, just don't do that. <coughs> yeah, but, uh, shout out uh, Dre Greenlaw. Yes. Also, don't murder people and pay teachers more. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, especially that second one that you said. Yes. Pay teachers more. Yep. For sure. But yeah, um, to our last three picks, I didn't really have anything to find on them except for maybe Tim Harris, who was our sixth round pick, our last pick. But start off with Caden Smith, tight end from Stanford, uh, sixth round pick, at pick uh, 176. Mm. Uh, next was Justin School. Skeel. Skeel, yeah. Uh, tackle, offensive tackle. Fun in the fact. Sixth round. Fun fact, yes. During his four-year career at Iowa, he started in – I mean, not Iowa, at um, – they saw, okay, I, here's what happened, how, why I messed that up. They signed a guard in free agency, undrafted-wise, who was from Iowa. However, yes, definitely. Justin Skeel, who's from, I believe, Purdue, uh, started Let in – Let me check fo- out our Instagram. I think he started in 40 straight games in college, yeah, and he was a pretty good yeah. tackle. He's six seven three fifteen. Um, he'd probably be like a backup swing tackle, like Sean Coleman, which they have now. He went to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Okay, he's one of those smart schools. So he should yeah. be like a backup. I'm not sure if he can play guard. I'm, I don't know too many guards who are six seven, um, but he could be like a backup swing tackle. And maybe if things go all well, like what happened to Trent Brown when he's on the Niners, maybe he could be- become a starter and take over for Joe Staley. Well, maybe Maglitchi would move over from right tackle to left tackle when you move this guy to right tackle, but that's too far. That's far down ahead the line right from now. here. Yeah, too, hard, um, too far ahead right now. Yes, but, but I mean, could be I can definitely see it happening. Or he could be cut. Like that. Or he could just be cut at the end of the preseason. Yeah, you never know. Hey, you never know, especially with us signing a bunch of undrafted free agents. Like you were saying, that guard. Um, But yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, funny story about and, the guard. Funny story about the guard before we get anywhere. His name's uh, Ross Reynolds. Everyone on Twitter thought his name was Ryan Reynolds, and some people actually thought the Niners drafted Ryan Reynolds. Really? I did not see that, but that, that's pretty funny. They drafted Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> he's acting. Uh, it was Ross Reynolds. Um, but he's from Iowa, like George Kittle. We won't talk. I don't think we have, like, we'll, just, we'll name, like, a couple of these guys. Well, actually, no. I, 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 I couldn't find a list. It was, like, it was yesterday, but I couldn't find who he I know, like, one name. Yeah, I know we have, like, a uh, we have a couple of receivers, a couple of tight ends, a running back from Georgia Southern, which also we could have three running backs from that school with uh, Jerick McKinnon and Matt Breida. We also signed yeah. a six-foot-seven edge guy uh, who was, like, who played, had nine-and-a-half sacks last year after not having any sacks his first three years of college. So he's a late bloomer. Never know. He could be good. They also signed yeah. a um, – But, yeah, just let me go over our last pick real quick, and then we can move on with that. Okay. Um, Tim Harris, defensive back in the sixth round, pick 198. Um, he's a six-year player in college. Uh, Six? He, yeah, Injuries? he played uh, two more years due to, I think, uh, I mean, most due because of injury. So I think he had a plague injury season. He just stopped. Probably got hurt due, before the season started, stopped. So that would make sense. Funny. Two years. Here's what's funny. Four years, four, played four years, six years. Yeah, here's what's funny. I looked up Tim Harris online, Niners. Uh, so a guy popped up, uh, but it says his age was 54, and that's not the right Tim Harris. No, that happened to that happened to us when we were looking up. Yeah, when I looked him up, I was like, Tim Harris, I was 55 years old. This isn't the right guy. So, a 6'6 corner? Like, what the? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I read out his height, and I was like, um, this isn't right. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, he's 6'2", fits their height criteria. Uh, you never know. Could be a... Uh, <laughs> Special teams guy, player off the bench, maybe. 
definitely, definitely, definitely. So with those eight picks, um, why don't we grade our draft? And I'll start. I'm doing just the overall draft in general. Um, I see that you did days one, two, and three, which is completely fine. Um, mine's pretty much the average of what you did. Yes. Um, but yeah, I give ourselves a B slash B minus. Um, just thinking that, obviously, our first round pick was great. We needed receiver. We got him in the second. Um, but after that, I felt like we kind of iffy. Not iffy on the picks. I'm happier who we got somewhat. <coughs> but I just thought we're going to go a different direction. Uh, me and you both were wanting a safety or a corner. Wanted, um, yeah. We did get one, but we got one really late. I, I wanted Deontay Thompson. Guy. Um, but yeah, uh, B, B minus on overall. Um, but yeah, why don't you go ahead and explain yours? Yeah, so here's what I did. I went over days one, two, and three. Uh, day one, gave him an A+. Plus. Got probably, I think I think the second best player in the draft. Um, some people think he's the first best. Um, he, I think him and Quentin Williams are like tied. Uh, I can't really. Also, I'm not really a scout, so I'm not sure what I'm talking about. But I said A+, because of value there. He was ranked number one right. in a couple of people's boards, uh, draft-wise. Um there again, I'm not a scout or anything, but I gave him an A plus for that pick. Day two, I gave him a B plus. However, I gave him an A plus for the Debo Samuel pick because so I think he's going to be really good in the offense with them. And I gave him a uh, low, and I gave him a B minus for Jalen Hurd. However, after watching some Jalen Hurd highlights, um, if I can go back in time to get my grade again, I'll give him a, probably a higher B than that, like a B instead of a B minus. But this is my reactions during the draft, so I give him a B-plus for day two, which, you know, that's still a good grade. Uh, day three, I give him a C-plus. I really marked him down only because of the punter pick in the fourth round. Um, however, exactly. I understand yeah, I, why, I understand why they did it, because they didn't think he was going to be available later on. Um, but drafting a punter in the fourth round, I wouldn't draft the punter like before the fifth round, even that's kind of much. But I understand why they did it. So I give him a C plus for that day. The best pick I think from day one, well obviously it was Nick Bosa only had one pick. Best day from day two was Debo Samuel, and the best pick from day three. Here's what I think their best pick was. I think their best pick, um, even though I marked them down for drafting him this high, I think their best pick is going to be their punter uh, because I think he. I heard like scouts say, well, I heard from reading Twitter that scouts said that he had a great like one of the best kicking days like at the Senior Bowl ever, um, and that he's. Really good with both feet, which is kind of interesting. Um, does rugby-style punt somewhat. Also kicked a 77-yard punt from his 5 to the 17, which is – that's incredible. I actually think that's, that's – pretty crazy. Yeah, that's 78 yards he did that. He had a bunch of other punts, punts as well. Also, there's a stat, fun stat, where over his last 106 punts, he's only given up – or they've only been 100 yards of return. So that's wow. less than really? a, that's, that's that's a stat. That's a stat. That's less than a yard per return they got from his punting. And if he does that, we we seen what punters can do. Michael Dixon last year, the Seattle Seahawks, who was one of the best punters in the league already, was an All Pro. Uh, changed field position a lot. And so even though I gave him a, I graded him down because of the way they picked them, like the value of which they picked them. Right, but right, as a right. player, I think he's gonna be pretty good. I also think that. They hope he's their best day three pick because he's going to be playing. He's going to be starting, as we'll get into a little bit yeah, later. He's our start, yeah, he's our starting punter as of right now. Yeah, we'll get into a little bit later about other punter news with the Giant with the Niners. But 
right now he's he's definitely the starter. If you draft someone in the fourth round as a punter, he better be your damn starter. Yeah, he better be your damn starter, and he better be damn good. Yeah, but that's all but yeah, I have Let's move on to one of the bigger things that happened in the draft and as a team as a whole is our, sporting, is our receiving core, which is massive. Pause. Pause. Yeah, we have a lot of guys. Have, we have a lot of guys. There's, there's, there, there are. We have a bunch of receivers. Uh, but I'll just start it off now. Two were waived today, obviously because we dropped two back to back in the draft. Uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. no longer with us, and Jordan Smallwood no longer with us. They didn't die. Yes, they, they didn't die. Waived. They were just no waived today. Yes. Um, but I'll just read off who we have right now. <clears throat> uh, Dante Pettis. Uh, second round pick last year, Debo Samuel, our second round pick. This year, Marquise Goodwin, Jalen Hurd, Trent Taylor, Richie James Jr., Kendrick Bourne, uh, Jordan Matthews, Max McCaffrey, and Malik Henry. Yes. Um, obviously, we're going to keep six. Here's that's, like, yeah, that's the thing that usually yeah. it's it's usually six receivers. Six receivers, couple on, maybe one or two in the practice squad. My yeah. predictions of people they'll keep. Will be Dante Pettis, obviously. Dante Pettis is one. Devo Samuel, two. Good one would be three. Hurt would be four. Bourne would be five. Then, oh, Jordan Matthews will probably make the team, I think. Oh, God. You think so? I, I think just because of his height and his advantage, I, I agree. But then that leaves Trent Taylor, Richard James Jr. I think Richard James Jr. might get cut. I think he makes it as a returner. Yeah, then you have to cut. Then I think if, they, if he does that, you might have to cut someone else. You might have to cut Jordan the, Matthews. The odd man out for you would be Trent Taylor. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Yeah, Dante for sure. Debo, Samuel, Marquise Goodwin, Jalen Hunter. I'm a Jalen Jalen Hurd. But there's a way they can um, do that though. They can just move Hurd to tight end, cut Selleck. True. Maybe keep maybe not three tight ends or. Yeah, keep three tight ends. Then you can add like a Trent Taylor to another receiver. receiver. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I'm. It's either Jordan Matthews or Kendrick Bourne for the next spot. I, I mean, obviously Kendrick Bourne younger. Um, he you, he had a definitely one of the, uh, the best end of the half seasons. And at, at the end of the half last season, I think he had 487 yards, four touchdowns, and like 42 receptions. Yeah, he was pretty good. He's a good pretty player. good. Yeah, that was really good for him. I mean, he's starting to figure it out. Um, but yeah, obviously Trent Taylor being hurt majority of the season last year doesn't help his case. Now he has to fight for a spot this uh, coming off season. Uh, Richie James obviously had some explosive plays last year. Um, one being a kickoff return for a touchdown. Another like taking a slant. I think it was against the Seahawks for like ninety yards. Um, yeah, so and the Raiders Richie too. James Jr. definitely a big play guy. I would love him. To be our returner, especially if um, if he is appointed to that, Dante Pettis wouldn't have to do that. Uh, focus more on just the offense, offensive part. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be it's it's crowded. But that's why we have camp, and that's why people compete. There's a reason why you put all these bodies um, in training camp, even undrafted free agents and stuff like that. Bodies in camp. See who works the hardest. See who see who you want, and that's and it will, we'll just go from there. Yes, we shall. Yes, yeah, so we wanted some of the wa- the wave players. Um, like we were saying before, two receivers got waived today: uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. and Jordan Smallwood. Hmm. But now, uh, two DBs, starting with Godwin uh, Ig 
we Iki. I have no idea how to say it. I'm so sorry. Igui bouquet. There we go. Nice. So if you're listening to back. Godwin, if you're listening to us, sorry for butchering your last name. Yeah, we're so sorry. And then Javaris. Tavares. Fadden. Uh, he got picked in the draft last year, right? He was like a six. No, he pick. was undrafted. Undrafted? Well, yeah. Sorry, guy. Um, but as a maybe can't send him to the practice squad or anything like that. But they're just guys who we have today. Yeah. Uh, linebacker uh, James. On Walu, Walu, on Walu, James on Walu. I think I said it pretty well. It's really slow. Yeah, it's fine. Linebacker, and then Terrell Williams Jr. Safety, and then punting news. We did sign a punter in March. Former, uh, all former Pro Bowl alternate. Yeah, we thought we had it all figured out. Yep. Nope. Instead, we drafted a punter in the fourth round. Punter Justin. Vogel, no good with us. He didn't die. He just got weight. Yes. So moving on, yes. uh, phase two of the offseason program starts today, which means coaches are allowed to walk are allowed on field to work with players. Uh, individuals and walk through plays are allowed as well, but no offensive defensive drills uh, or one on one drills and no helmets as well. As well, uh, this lasts three weeks before phase three, which I believe is what. Training camp or training camp, yeah, training or camp, mini camp or something. I'm not sure what it is. Training but. camp, I think it's tra- a mini camp and then training camp. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that happens there. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't, I just don't understand why they can't. Why this is why now is the only chance they can work with the coaches can work with the players. I don't understand that. It's part of the reason why play's been down at NFL because they only have like a certain amount of time to like work with the players and put in like their systems. Where I think they should be able to do it throughout the off season, basically. Like, I don't understand why that's such a big thing. Um, but yeah. I, I understand why there's like no defensive drills, no tackling, no helmets. But other like I the mean, coaches I allowed. Too early in the season for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I understand that, but like not allow the coaches to work on field with players. Like you can't go over plays with them. You can't go over the playbook. That's kind of yeah. Until now, yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, um, like like me and Jake have been saying, we are trying to make it out of the training camp this year. Yes. We really want to. Like, I actually really want to go for a day and see how it is. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna, do you want to take a break now? Because that's yes. a really long segment. We'll take a break now. This is 26 minutes of Niners talk. I don't want to lose this, so we'll be back in a second. Yeah, and we're back. Um after 49 news, let's talk about some more NFL news, though. Starting off with some kicker news, actually. Mm, more kicker uh, news. Sebastian Janikowski retires from the NFL after 19 seasons uh, with the Raiders and the Seahawks. Um, fun, one of the best kickers yeah. ever. Fun fact, he was drafted in the first round, too. Yeah, that's crazy. That is very crazy. One of the best kickers ever? Um, I'd say he's top five. Yeah, that's a, that was a good pick because they had him for 19 years. I bet there's no one from that draft class who's still playing. Probably, I, yeah, Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. That's the only okay. That's the only guy. They, they, I said it today. Like he's like the only guy from that era. Could have drafted still him. Still be playing. Could have drafted him, but yeah, it is what it is. For crazy, the crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Seabass, um, longtime Raider. Uh, I think he kicked the longest field goal. Was it him? I had something like that. It was. He was tied for the longest 63 yards in Denver at halftime, which was a couple years ago. The record holder is, I believe, um, Matt Prater, who kicked a 64-yard field goal. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the dome. Yeah. 
Where the Lions play, yeah. But he was, he was actually with the uh, Broncos. Trader was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During that, when he kicked the 64-yarders, that's where he was, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um, moving on. The Steelers officially put Ryan Shazier on the preserve PUP list, obviously, because it was uh, his back. Uh, it seems like it's getting better every day on social media. Um, so walking fine now. Doesn't have uh, no crutches or anything like that or no assistance. He's walking. Which is good. Walk in like a target. Yeah. Walk in like, yeah, exactly. Mama! Yeah, we went to some really big things that happened over the weekend, which Josh Huge. Rosen Huge. was traded to the Miami Dolphins. There's a song from the Dolphins um, that's like a funny song. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, they did make a trade. Um, we did get kind of a different, not dip, yeah, like differing. Uh, Things this offseason from the Dolphins. We first heard that we were going to tank for Tua. Then they make this trade for Josh Rosen, which seemingly takes them out of the Tua, the Tua uh, sweepstakes. However, yes. though, I'm of the mindset where you draft a quarterback every year until you find the right one. So maybe this is like, we'll give you a year. If you work well, okay, we'll keep you. If you don't, okay, we can move on. Um, they I trade, mean, one, he has to beat out Ryan Fitzmagic. Which I, I which I think, if, he's, if he doesn't beat out Fitzpatrick, there's something wrong. Um, but... It, he has to do that first. Um, however, though, um, come on, Ryan, Fitz, Ryan Fitzmagic is good. I mean, he's good for like three games. Then he like he's, he's good he, for like half a season. This is that. him. This he is him. Four games, best quarterback of all time. Next four games, the worst quarterback of all time. There's no in between. He's not. He's never going to be <laughs> mediocre. He's going to be great or terrible. That's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, yeah, you're not lying. But so yeah, the Dolphins traded a second round pick this year, which was used on. Um, Andy Isabella from the Cardinals, and also the Dolphins, I believe, got a second round pick back next year in a different trade. So they basically just traded him for nothing, really, just for a pick, draft pick this year. But they got that pick back next year. Right, right. Yeah, and also I think I found the Dolphins song. Let's see what it is. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Sing, James. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. That's the song. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I like the trade, though, for the uh, Dolphins. You're afraid for them? No, I like the trade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Josh Rosen gets to play, or at least, I mean, he could have competed at Arizona, but there's just no point, because... Why would... No, I, I don't understand. He wanted a quarterback, and he got it, so it's it's Kyler's team. Yeah, he even said, what's the point of me going out for a uh, competition where, I no matter how great I play, I'm not going to start? Yeah. And also, Steve yeah, Smith. Steve, Steve Smith's a dumbass. Steve Smith's rant was just incoherent and just basically. I hate to say it, Steve Smith, because I'm kind of scared of you. And if you're listening, all respect, come on the podcast. But you sound like an idiot during that. He doesn't want to compete. Well, why would he want to compete? Where it doesn't matter. He could be 
the greatest quarterback ever, he's not getting the job. It's going to be Kyler Murray from day one. That's who Cliff Kingsbury wants. That's the situation. Quote Stephen A. Smith. Um, but I feel bad for uh, I feel bad for Josh Rosen because he did. It was such a bad situation from last year. Had no offense, no offensive line, no skill position players. His coach didn't wear a headset half the time. People are trying to blame him that it's his fault. It's not. Yeah, it's just like... The Cardinals didn't surround him with an offensive line that was good enough to at least block. Yeah. They had no running running game because of that. They couldn't get David Johnson going. Had no receiver except for Larry Fitzgerald. That's it. Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk was okay, but I mean, not, you know... It's not going to help you. So, I mean, they dropped the Kyler Murray to trade him. I mean, hopefully, has a better situation in Miami. I mean, he's a, he got picked 10th. I mean, obviously, the Cardinals, the, 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 uh, the coaching staff before getting fired saw something in Rosen. Hopefully, he figures it out, figures it out in Miami. Also, we have Stephen A. Smith who commented on the trade, and this is what he said. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. That's what Josh Rosen said after he got traded. He was bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived by the Arizona Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury. He said, we're not tra- We're not drafting Murray. Not going to draft them. Even their Twitter's like, ha, good speculation, guys. And what happens? They draft them. Definitely. Yeah, so let's move on to uh, something else. Uh, Doug Bolin might have actually played his last snap in the NFL last season. Um, there's been speculation that he might be done playing football forever yeah, due so. to injury. Uh, I think he got his season got cut up short. Neck? To, I forgot what injury was last season. I can't I'll, remember. I'll look it up. I think it's his knee. Yeah. Like he's a bad like knee issue. Knee, back, something like that. But, um, yeah, obviously, Doug, Ball, uh, Doug Baldwin, good player. Great player. Uh, for Russell Wilson. Great position receiver, fast. Um, but, yeah, due to injury, Oh okay. Uh, it's a done. yeah. It's he it, said uh, due to, from ESPN, uh, Seattle wide receiver Doug Baldwin may have played his last down in NFL due to the cumulative, cumulative injuries he has sustained in his career, according to ESPN.com. At the age of thirty, the Seahawks wide receiver uh, might not be able to play again due to all these injuries that he's sustained in his career, uh, per sources, and he may be retiring. Um, a great career for a guy who was drafted, I believe, in the sixth round. Uh, yeah, no, Stanford. he was. He was undrafted, actually. Undrafted free agent who, during his career, if it ends, had 493 receptions for 6,563 yards, 13.3 yards per average, a long of 80 yards of a catch, and 49 touchdown passes throughout his career. So let's give a hand. Let's give a hand of hand of uh, let's just yeah, a round of applause for Doug Baldwin in his career. Yeah, shout out Doug yeah. Baldwin. Shout out. Uh, out. He's also half Filipino, so yeah, shout out to him. Oh, too. so is Tim Lincecum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. Andre Blotch. Yeah, shout out to Asian people in the NFL and in other sports, that's for sure. It was funny. Um, my friend's Raymond. You know Raymond, right? Yeah, I know Raymond, yeah. Yeah, he, was, he thought Patrick Chung, the safety from the formerly of the Patriots and the Eagles, he thought he was Chinese. Uh, Patrick Chung is from Oregon, and he's black. He's full black? Yes. Really? Yep. So Raymond thought he was... Uh, Asian. Okay, he's, yeah, he's Jamaican. He was born in Jamaica. Okay, that's even worse. Uh, that's even okay. worse for Raymond then. Raymond, he's not Chinese. He was born in Jamaica. Interesting. Yes. There was a Chinese player. Uh, not, not a Chinese player. 
But there's a guy like, I believe his name is Haroki Nakamura. I, I don't remember. I just know the last kicker was a Chargers kicker. I forgot his name. Oh, um, Young Ho Q. Young Ho Q. Yeah, the last guy who was from uh, also another Asian NFL player, Taylor Rapp. And the guy who was played, the guy named was Haroki Nakamura, who played on the Baltimore Ravens, was drafted in twenty in two thousand and eight, and played about from two thousand eight to twenty thirteen. So he had a good little six year career. Nice, yeah. And shout out to one of the most well known guys, Heinz Ward. Oh yes, he's probably the best known. Half black, half Korean. Yes. But yeah, moving on to some other NFL news, mm-hmm. um, the Eagles. Put the fifth-year option on Carson Wentz. Good move. Uh, the Eagles did draft a uh, quarterback this offseason. They did. I mean, this draft. Forgot his name. I Eagles, forget who it is. Want to look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. Eagles quarterback 2019 NFL draft. But yeah, while you're looking that up, I'll talk about this next one. It was pretty a, funny. Found it. Name was Clayton Thorson from Northwestern. There you go. Yeah. So they did draft a quarterback. Obviously, might to be back up. Uh, they lost Nick Foles to the Jags. And yeah, next, uh, DK Metcalf, who had a monstrous combine, did not go in the first round, was not the first receiver taken off the board. He actually slid to the second round to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, he met with the Seahawks, uh, I think might have been during the combine, in which he came in shirtless. Hmm. And which... Then Pete Carroll decided to take off his shirt to LMAO, but not for long. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, it's kind of Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is like sixty-eight. He's going on thirty. <laughs> going on thirty. I love his. Yeah. I, I I actually really like Pete Carroll, except how except how he abuses the gum he chews. I mean, Jesus, calm down. Abuses buddy. the gum. Uh, he's a cheater. But hey. What, what are you, Tyreek Hill? You're beating your gum like you, Tyreek beats his child. Jesus, calm down, buddy. Speaking uh, of Tyreek Hill, um, terrible. There's terrible, a possibility of Tyreek Hill said, being yeah. put on the commissioner's exempt list uh, for being a scumbag. Who I hope, actually, you know, I'm not. I don't. I hope he doesn't get hurt. Um, but I hope something. I hope he gets. I hope he gets to pay for what he's done. Yes. And none of these. And lastly, wait. And none of these stupid. Yeah, we'll suspend you for six games. Uh, we don't have any information or any uh, knowledge behind the situation. So six-game suspension. Uh, he, there's videotape. Suspend him. Sus- Once he gets cut, I think he should be banned from football because this is his second chance, and he's already failed at it. Yeah, he's gotten twice, so yeah. Um, but yeah, lastly, shout-out to my friend Spencer Thompson-Meyer. Uh, hmm. Awesome man for being invited and earning an invite to the Cleveland Browns rookie camp. Uh, Mini camp, correct? Yeah, that's what I said. Minicamp, rookie minicamp. Now, is that like, was he signed as an undrafted free agent, or was it just like a, yes, a trial? He was signed as an undrafted, and he got invited. It's like the same thing. It's an undrafted rookie. Yeah, there's like, yeah, it was weird because I was listening to like the Niners radio, like Niners on Twitter, and it's like he was like Niners edits. We follow him on our Instagram. Great guy. I never met him though, so I don't know if he's a great guy. But his Instagram is really informational. And he said, like, they signed some guys for, like, actual draft spots for training camp. And they also signed some guys just for the mini camp, like a tryout type thing. So that's what I was asking. Yeah, so it's there's two different things. You sign on Jack and Fugent, and then there's, like you said, the tryout one. Yeah. Rookie mini camp, where they bring in a bunch of guys to try out for to make the team. 
But yeah, um, like I was saying before, uh, he had pro days with he had his own pro day where Green Bay was there. He had a pro day with the Raiders. He had a pro day with the Niners. I was thinking that the Niners, possibly because of Roger, Robbie Gold being a piece of shit and not wanting to play for us anymore, he would get a chance with us. But um, he ultimately, um, thinking back from the Cleveland Browns, his favorite team, actually. So that's even really? better. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, shout out to Spencer. Now I have a question for you. Hope for the best. I have a question for you. How yes. how good of friends are you? Like, are oh, you are you really good friends? Are you good enough friends where you can get him on the podcast to talk about his experience with the Cleveland Browns minicamp? I mean, probably yeah. That would be kind of a good. That would be kind of cool to have a uh, NFL player um, join the podcast. Yeah, we'll see how it does. We'll, yeah. we'll see how he does. Uh, yeah, I've been texting him. I, I've known him for since his junior year in high school. I played football with him. He's uh, definitely one of my. Good, he's a good friend of mine. That's for sure. Good. Yeah. So you want to take a break here? Or you want to go straight into our segments? Uh, let's take a break just in case. We'll be back in a second. Yeah, and we're back. So let's get into our segments, starting off with the winners and losers of the weekend. Yes. Um, why don't you start off with the, your winner, Jake? Um, okay, yes, I'll do mine. Um, my winner of the weekend was Pat McAfee. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, he was a former punter in the NFL, retired uh, to go to a uh, – sports network or a sports like website to write and like do some like, content for them so he retired a couple years ago was a former punter really good punter was an all pro one of the like characters in the nfl uh, a lot of people like him definitely. some, people, some definitely, people definitely definitely a lot of people like him some people don't like him i actually hope he gets the job i actually really like him i hope he gets the job for monday night football that would be pretty cool um better than jason witten i mean you kind of have jason witten's like dull boring which we found out Pat McAfee is not dull and not boring, so I hope they go that route instead of boring and dull. Um, but hopefully they go Pat McAfee. So he was at the draft uh, this past weekend. He was there to announce uh, the third round pick, the third round a pick from the third round, pick number eighty nine for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, for those that don't know, the NFL does this like for rounds two and three. They have guys from like former players or like. The Niners had Reggie Cobb's son, the scout who passed away, who like announced one of their picks. Uh, so they kind of yes. do this after the first round because you know no one really cares after the first. No one really Goodell doesn't stay past the first round, which I thought he usually did, but he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, so they had Pat McAfee from Indianapolis Colts. Col- Jesus, Indianapolis Colts come up, and here's what he did. Virginia University, oh, 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 2014 Colts Man of the Year, and two-time Pro Bowler. We have a seven-second delay. He's Man of America, not Man of the Year. He's Man Hello, of America. Hello, Nashville. I'm not going to say a single word about the Tennessee Titans record against Uh-oh. the Indianapolis oh, Colts boy. because I was a punter, and there's no reason for me to talk about that. <laughs> With that being said. We did not punt much against the Tennessee Titans, so you probably have no clue who I am to begin. (laughs) Two years ago, when I retired from the Colts, I retired alongside two greats, Robert Mathis and Joe Wrights. A couple months later, I watched the draft. Robert Mathis announced the pick, Joe Wrights announced the pick, and then an orangutan announced the fourth round draft pick. I was replaced by a zoo animal. I was not upset about it because the orangutan was terrible at his job. With that being said, the Indianapolis Colts are the hottest team, not only in the AFC South, but the entire NFL. A young nucleus surrounding the Stanford 
were drafted last year, 10 this year, and with the 89th pick of the 2019 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard select future Hall of Famer, nice. linebacker from Stanford, Bobby Okariki. That was Pat McAfee. It also goes back, the Colts actually had a great time in the draft. Uh, the ne- one of the next guys did it was a former receiver. I forget his name, though. What was his name? Oh, yeah, what is his name? He was number 80, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne came up to do his pick, and he also said, he basically told the crowd that um, I have clips on me. Yeah, I have clips on me, which basically means he has, gun- he has bullets on him. So if they kept talking to him, like making fun of him or something, he was going to shoot it out, apparently. That's what he said. Uh, so that was kinda, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> that's what he said. And also, a guy we don't talk about, who also used to have a murder on his case. We don't, we don't, we don't talk about his name. We don't say his name. But he was a future... Marvin was a, Harrison. Oh, wow, you said his name. Uh-oh. That's a bold move right there. Hope he doesn't come back to bite you in the ass. But yes, that's what happened there. That's the guy. Uh, yeah, so the Colts and receivers have a fascination of guns, apparently. Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison have... Oh, God. Reggie Wayne and he who shall not be named have a uh, affinity for those types of actions for some reason. But that was the Colts, and that was my winner of the day, uh, which also goes back to what we did last year for the draft, where we played Sound of David Akers, what he did. Uh, you can go back and listen to that if you can find the episode, if we have it still, if it's still up. Um, but you can find that. Um, so, yeah, I actually really like how the NFL does this now where they have players announce the picks. It has moments like this, which is pretty funny. Yeah, so like, yeah, definitely agree. Uh, that was pretty funny. But, yeah. My winner of the week, as a whole, was the NFL, uh, the NFL draft. Again, the NFL draft drew a historic 47.5 million views and had more than half a million people in attendance in Nashville, Tennessee. Again, the NFL is king among all sports. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Now, moving on to our losers of the weekend. Um... My loser is I don't we don't know the guy's name. However, there's a guy who was watching the movie, the Avengers movie that came out, the Avengers. He's watching that um, movie theater. The movie ended. He came out of the movie theater, and people are you know people a lot of people are there waiting to see the movie. They're really excited. People were crying during the movie, like they're really emotional about the movie, which I don't understand. But I'm not part of that scene, so I don't know why. But there was people doing that. Um, so this guy came out after seeing the movie. Tons of like thousands of people are waiting to see the next movie, next showing of it. He started yelling out spoilers of the movie. Yikes! Which goes back to what Lashawn McCoy did. Which idiot, idiot, what an idiot! Lashawn McCoy, dumbass. He said it though, but he so yeah. This guy started yelling out the spoilers. The fans in the crowd weren't happy about it, and they proceeded to they proceeded to knock the guy out. For spoiling the movie. So, the moral of the story is do not spoil Avenger movies next to a bunch of fans who are waiting to see it and don't start yelling out stuff or you'll get knocked out. Definitely agree with you. Yeah, don't spoil it. I watched it on Thursday. Yeah, if you're listening to this, haven't watched it yet, go and watch it. Great movie. But yeah, I'll go on to my loser of the weekend and reiterating a point I said earlier, which the losers are the weekend. Are the Rockets fans complaining of all calls not being called in Game One of the series? LOL. F you guys. Yeah, 
That was, yeah, I don't understand what they're. But, you know, that's what people want to do now. Um, so, yeah, so that's the end of that. Uh, winners and losers of the weekend. We gave our winners and our losers. Uh, we have a new segment. New segment alert. Um, this one is a uh, segment that's about top five. So a new segment we'll be doing periodically is top five. So top five things of like anything really. Today in our first installment, our, this is our top five people to avoid dealing with on Twitter. And before I start that though, um, give me a second here. This is the game. That's not it. Um, yeah, so top five. Let me wait till the thing I wanted to play is done with an ad, which is stupid ads. Jesus, the only ad for everything. This is not money. I thought people made music for the love of music, not ads. But. Our top five people to avoid dealing with on Twitter. First installment of this new segment. The first type of people, the first type of person to avoid dealing with on Twitter, are Russell Westbrook stands who post that in their bio. Do not want to deal with them. They do not understand logic, stats, facts, or anything. Kind of like Trump supporters in that way, not a political podcast. So you don't want to do that. So get away from them. Number four, then the number four type person to not deal with on Twitter, to avoid dealing with on Twitter, are people. Who have the Confederate flag in their avi? If you see that, block them, move on, don't deal with them. Again, like Russell Westbrook stands, they don't understand logic, facts, or anything like that. So don't bother with that. Uh, the number three type of person to avoid dealing with on Twitter. If any part of their bio has this in it, Christian, actually not any part. If if, if their bio has these three things listed in the same thing, this is why you want to avoid them. If it has Christian, Southern, and MAGA in it, you know that these people are wild racist and you do not want to deal with them. So just block them. Blocking people helps the soul cleanse the mind. So you don't have to worry about hearing or seeing things that disappoint you. It's why I block them. It's why I block multiple people on Twitter so I don't have to listen to them or see what they're saying. So I be so I keep my vibe, as the kids say, and be happy with my life. Moving and I on. guess. Um... One thing I want to say, though, is that um, it's not always true. Um, when you put, if you say you're a Christian, they're not mildly racist. No, I said if I changed but, it from, um, I changed it. I love this beat. I'm just saying. This beat. Or even, if you're, even if you're Southern. I mean, there's obviously a bunch of Southern people, but you're not, not all of them are racist, I wouldn't say. Um, but yeah, this is your segment. Yeah, but thanks for ruining it. This is a good instrumental I found. You know, it kind of took a while to get, but I found it. Number two, the number two type person to avoid dealing with on Twitter. Dog avies. If the guy has a dog in his avi and not a picture of him, or a picture of something that reminds, or like any sort of him, if it's just a random picture of a dog, do not want to deal with it. Just, again, block him. This actually segment should be called the top five people with a block on Twitter. But if the guy has a dog avi, Avi, do not deal with him. If you get into Twitter war with him, let him talk. Mute him. Let him talk to a brick wall. I love muting. I love blocking as well. Do that as well. I should be offensive tackle, but I can't play football. Um, moving on now. Yeah, so my doc has an Instagram. Follow it oh, at yes. max.prime5. There's a difference, though. A dog Instagram is cute, cuddly, and nice. A dog yeah, I know. Avi I'm just saying follow my dog's Instagram. 
Yes, fall. I follow it, I believe, right? I could not tell you if you did or not. If I didn't, I would follow it. I'll follow it later on today. Um, but moving on to my number one person to avoid dealing with on Twitter. It's kind of a it's kind of a two part number one. The first part: do not deal with people who have multiple team names in their Twitter bio. Just don't do it because also expect especially this one. If a guy has Yankees, Lakers, Patriots, and like Bruins in their bio, do not deal with them because they're bandwagon frontrunner fans who don't understand heartbreak and disappointment. So just don't worry about them. Block them. Get rid of them. Do all that kind of stuff. Uh, the second part of this is, let's say they're, they're at name. It's like jwalker1655secblogger.com. Block him because he all he's biased, doesn't like to hear in facts, as the multiple people, people on this list have, have trouble doing. So just block him. You'll feel better. Um, so, yeah, avoid dealing with these five types of people on Twitter in your life. Yeah. Uh, It'll be much better. Don't avoid me, LOL. I have Ninas DSW SMC in my Twitter bio. SMC? Oh, St. Mary's College. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the beat? We're going to talk about your last, uh, your basketball league update, and we'll finish this podcast. Should I keep the beat going or turn it off? You should turn it off. All right, I'll turn it off. It's only for that segment. All right, basketball league update. Plus, that was a that was a pretty good beat. I liked it. My basketball league update. Had a game last night. Um, wasn't our best showing. Did not go well. However, we did play better this week than last week. Uh, mostly in the second half. I thought we were done by a lot. Um, but we lost by 38 points yesterday. Um, Yikes! Actually, thirty-nine points. It was eighty-seven forty-eight. You know, it was a tough day. Um, I had zero points. Went zero for five from three. You know, happens. However, I had a good floor game. DGLN Draymond Green like numbers with eight points. Wait, no, no, I didn't have any points. Zero points, eight rebounds, six assists, four steals, and two blocks. Um, we're one and six on the season. Our next game is this Sunday at nine p.m. Uh, we have three games remaining. We're probably not going to make the playoffs. Uh, there's only top four teams. So that's kind of disappointing. But it's been fun getting back in the swing of playing basketball. We have a summer league that we may be doing. Not sure yet. But James, who wanted to be, who James, who I told about this league, wants to be in it if we ever do it again. So, James, you'll be the first person we reach out to to get more people in the league. Yeah, I'll have to definitely have a talk about my contract and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel interested. Definitely trying to get into that vibe around playing sports again. Um, it's been a while. I mean, me and Jake, if for those who don't know, we played a couple of pickup games. And it's obviously, it's obviously fun playing basketball. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out to me. Yes. Also, breaking news for Giants. This is We don't we don't talk about the Giants. We don't have like a segment for the Giants. This only once a week, usually on Friday. Only Fridays. Only but there Fridays. was a move that happened just about a couple minutes ago, uh, just a couple seconds ago, actually. The Giants put Derek Holland on the 10-day IL injury list, retroactive to 428, so April 28th, with a left index finger bone bruise. Uh, so they have Yikes. called up, put him on the DL, and they have called up uh, resident Dodger charmer, who's probably going to start soon for them against the Dodgers, Ty Block from Sacramento. So he'll be coming nice. up for probably a start. And we'll see what happens there. Giants have been pretty bad, but we'll get back. We'll get into that next episode on Friday or Thursday, whenever we do it, whenever we do the episode. But 
yeah, that's all I have to add for today. What? Yeah, I have nothing else to add. Uh, should I end it for us? Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, listen to the VA podcast, episode 52. Thanks for listening. Uh, remember to follow us on Instagram at the VA underscore podcast. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on SoundCloud. And also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yes. Make sure to like, subscribe. Well, yeah, like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Uh, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do it about 50 times so we can gain the system. Get in the top 200 podcasts worldwide. Sports and Recreation as well. We'll take Sports and Recreation. We want to shoot for the stars to go to the top 200 worldwide. Uh, so hope we get that done. Uh, so yeah, this is a good this is a good episode. Um, I had fun with the episode. Um, that's all I have to add. All right then. See you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. What? It's full of ox, whole life I've been